Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is uh, Tracy, thank you, Tracy Brown, and today is August 17th, 2013. And I am winging it alone because Scarlett has another commitment, which is fine. Um, so, because the format always changes um, every week, <laughs> but I guess it should change because it's radio, radio doesn't really have that big of a format. Um, I was thinking about doing a reading on Katy Perry was one person, and Katy, well, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, um, Blurred Lines, Robin Dick's, uh video that has been out for most of the summer, and is at the either the top of the billboards or the top of the iTunes, depending on get confused. Um, but it's been the popular song for the summer when just recently it's been discovered <laughs> that the music was taken from Marvin Gaye, and people are really, really upset about that. So uh, it's my understanding that the Marvin Gaye um, estate um, is suing Robin Tish and um, I forgot who did the, oh, I forget his name, the other producer. That's also in the video. In any case, they're being sued. People are really, really upset. But you know what they're really, really upset about? I think, I think most people are really, really upset because the girls are topless. <laughs> Which I'm sure that was, you know, Robin... You're so talented. I don't know if it was absolutely necessary to have topless girls in your video. And my understanding that YouTube took it off. Um, and one of my Twitter uh, peeps told me that, you know, if it was anybody else, you know, like a regular small Joe like myself, they would just delete your account. Like you would just get deleted. So um, people want to know if the... Um, Marvin Gaye, one, you know, are they truly going after Birdlines, which they should, um, and if if they're winning. <laughs> um, I'm going to check Katy Perry as well. Katy Perry has a really, really good song out now, and I'm not sure it's from her, her new movie or not, but it's a adorable song called Roar, R-O-A-R. Katy Perry, I actually like Katy Perry. Perry. She's becoming real nunnish, though. <laughs> she dresses like a nun lately. <laughs> Katie, you're too young to be dressing that way. Like, bring it back. <laughs> Pull it back a little bit. You're, you know, you're adorable. You're a great singer, but you're dressing like a nun lately. I've seen you on several talk shows and um, look like a nun. I don't like it. Um, I'm actually going to check to see if her and John Mayer are... Like, like, what's going on with them? Because John Mayer is one of those people. Um, he's a little loopy. Not a little. He's a lot loopy. Um, and he's also one of those artists that gets jealous very, very easily. And Katie's in love. She's totally in love with, um, with the crazy man. And he's one of those crazy people that is so artistic that you're crazy. Except that 
he may know that he's crazy, but he looks like he doesn't know that he's crazy. And it's really scary when you're totally in love with somebody that's completely nuts. Um, I think he's nuts. He portrays nuttiness. Um, I think if he had not been an artist, he would have been uh, diagnosed as a little crazy. Um, and what Katie doesn't seem to realize is that um, he has this, like, weird ego. And I'm looking to see if, I don't know if she has an album coming out, but I'm looking to see if this popularity with this particular song will break them up again. Because <laughs> he's a little hoopty. <laughs> Um, and he actually needs more attention than anybody realizes. And Katie, I'm not sure if the love that you have to offer is exactly what he needs. Yeah, I'm going to check that. I'm also going to check Lady Gaga. Um, I'm actually going to do a video on Lady Gaga, so I want to be really, really careful about what I ask. I know that everybody wants to know if our album's going to do well. I actually want to do that on video rather than on the radio. Um, I also want to see if there's a, is there a weird competition between Lady Gaga and um, Katy Perry, but probably not. I don't think so. In any case, um, let me remind everyone that I work at a degree man store. Um, the telephone number here is 818 my number. I to give out my number. 818-985. 818-985-2010. And I work Sundays. Mondays are closed. I work Sundays and then Tuesdays through Thursdays. And I work, um, for the most part, um, 12 to 7, for the most part. Um, I actually have somebody on hold for 25 minutes already. And I don't feel guilty about that. I'm really bad at making people hold. So I'm actually going to pull this one off, and then I'll do the celebrity uh, update. In a second, and hi, hi, seven seven zero. You're on the line. Hi, Psychic Tracy. This is Kimberly. How are you? Hi, Kimberly. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Well, I just uh, wanted to check in with you. Just to see what was going to go on in the next couple of months. Did you my, um, already? Yeah, I'm. Um, this was my my the first week of school. Actually, my second week working. Okay, and are the kids back at school already? Yes, they started school Monday. Okay, so how was the first week of like a full embodied, you know, it was it, it was good. Um, I feel like I have some connections with some of the students. That's good. Yeah. They have me teaching uh, a course that I hadn't taught before, which was chemistry. But other than uh-huh. that, you know, everything looks like it's, it's good. 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 So give me a direct question. I don't, I don't like general, so give me a direct question. Oh, okay. All right. Direct question. Um, mm. um, our... Uh, I'm a f- <laughs> wow. Our, um, Uh-oh. My, Why are you yeah. <laughs> I don't Uh-oh. mean to, forgive me. 
Um, I just want to know if there's going to be an advancement. I just really want my finances to increase. And you know what teaching, you know how that salary is. And I just I just want to know um, what my path is. You know, I, I know I'm not going to teach forever, but I'm just, I just really want to do better than what I'm doing right now. Okay, all right. Um, hmm. It's so general. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, I've already started okay. calling, so it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. I get I got tarot cards and I get these you know other what I call, I call them emotional decks but they're really oracle cards. Okay. And they give different impressions than my tarot, or they complement what my tarot card has to say. So I'm gonna pull from here too. On Saturdays I tend not to pull from the oracle. I just use the tarot. drive you a little loopy. Okay. Um, stay spiritually and emotionally connected to where you are right now. Okay. Um, because something new is coming, but it, it will not help you if you push the envelope. If you think too hard on something because of your wants and desires, and I get that, um, and your aspirations, I get that. Um, just not necessarily right now. Um, you're, you're very concerned in being trapped, I don't know if that makes sense, though, at just being a teacher, at just being a teacher. Um, you know that you're so much more qualified to, to put out so much more. Um, but I'm getting that your wishes and desires will definitively come true. They will come true. Um, however, the way I'm seeing it, it could be anywhere from, you know, a year from now or a little over a year from now. Does that make sense to you, the time frame? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it does make sense. Okay, good, good, good. Um, um, you have about nine, ten months um, of this, which is probably this school year. You have about nine or ten months of this school year, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I I really appreciate that. Um, it's after this school year in particular that you can start uh, pushing the envelope, Kimberly. Okay. Okay? Okay. And, um, okay. and I mean that. After this school year, push the envelope. That means whatever you want to go after, now's the time to do it. Okay. Hold on a second. I get a card here that I actually have to read. Shadow 61. Hold on a second. Let me take a look to see what this card means. Okay. Oh, I like this card, actually. So they're also letting me know that as you 
appear to stand still, meaning stay in this position for this school year, um, everything changes, and everything changes with action. Have no fear. Confront that side of you that, like, in my head, what I'm getting is that, one, you know you're qualified. Two, you're qualified for so much more. But I'm getting that sometimes you settle. And it's going to be really, really important after the school year to push the envelope. Okay. Don't settle. Don't settle. Like, okay. make sure that you are applying for a job that put you in a better light, in a better position. I don't tell you, Kimberly, I actually think you should be in a power position. Okay. All right? Um, okay. They're telling me to tell you that it's about revitalizing yourself. Um, because they're saying that when I pull this card, you get assistance. You get assistance to change. They assess your sensitivity, um, but you're 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 not allowed to stay put. Okay. All right. With that being said, now I'm looking at the tarot card, so that was just my oracle card. Okay, I'm back to one year's time frame. The first card said nine to ten months. My tarot cards tell me one year's time frame um, to make any changes. So I would, I would say any time before the school year ends, like uh, nine, ten, eight, like within about eight months, start looking to see what position um, you could um, walk into. Um, because by one year's time, that's when a change could occur. So by this time next school year, you could literally be in a different position. Okay. Okay. Watch your money, Kimberly. Now, I, you know, sometimes I get this card, and I don't always know what it means because it's about the individual. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those cards that tells me you must be thrifty this year. Okay. All right. You can't buy a whole bunch of clothes, you know, whatever, whatever you would normally do with your money. They're telling me to tell you, like, out here we have the 99-cent store. Like, go to the 99-cent store. And I have to tell you, this is no joke. Because you're going to come back and you're going to tell me, I kicked myself in the ass because I didn't listen, you know, four months ago. It's really, really important that you understand that um, saving money is the key. Okay. And they're actually telling me that saving money for the next four months is the key. Okay. All right? You should have a very prosperous school year, Kimberly, very prosperous. Um, I feel like a lot of change coming to you. It's a lot of change coming to you. Hmm. Let me tell you, Kimberly, there's a lot of change coming to you. The change is actually very good. Um, there should be a gentleman coming up to you as well in terms of romance, um, and he could be slightly younger than you. Um, if he's not slightly younger, he looks really, really young. 
either way, he yeah, he appears young. Um, he could be the same category as you, um, uh, maybe not necessarily a teacher, but he's in the same category as you. Okay. Um, he's coming for change, by the way. He's coming to enact change, bring change about in you. So be open and receptive. What's your sign, Kimberly? Scorpio. Scorpio. Scorpio is a fixed sign. Um, so remind yourself that you need to be more flexible, particularly in love. Okay. All right. There's a lot of okay. rules inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I agree a lot totally. of criteria, a lot of rules, <laughs> <laughs> and I completely understand. I I actually have a lot of rules inside my head too. Um, but here's what I'm going to offer. This is what I've done, and here's okay. what I'm going to offer. I'm just going to offer that be flexible, um, date, um. And keep them moving, but don't keep them moving because of these rigid rules that you have set forth. Okay. Everybody shows up doing the best that they can in the place that they are. So as you dismiss them, queen, and you will, just do it nicely. Okay. Because you'll be really, really surprised who may come back for you. Um, And I don't want you to dismiss someone and they don't get to come back again. Okay. Um, in terms of money for this year, um, the Wheel of Fortune does show up, but it does show up in my hopes and fears. So that tells me between the Wheel of Fortune showing up in my hopes and fears position and the Four of Pentacles, which is a tight wad in my past position, um, and my page of pentacles does show up as, as my number one position, which represents you, which represents not that much money in terms of, like, really getting to enjoy life. Just don't see all of that occurring um, this particular school year. Okay. Okay. The influx of the uh, income that you're really looking for is for, is for your future. Okay. And that most likely comes in your next position. Okay. Um, you survive. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm getting that it's still decent money, though. Don't get me wrong. I just know that you you do deserve more. Um, yes. <laughs> it's just oh, just a few more months of sacrifice. For the greater good. Right. Do you right. see anything coming out of this the the child support case that I started? Oh. With my ex. And, and what state? Uh, South Carolina. Um, he owes me like fifteen thousand dollars and I finally filed with the state, but I don't know what's gonna happen or whatever. Okay. Actually, let me pick these cards up real quick. This is just a little bit different. Well, let me see first. Hmm. Hold on a second. Let me pick these cards up. Let's take a look at that. Hmm. 
um, if you don't mind me asking, how come you waited so long? Because I was like, well, he didn't. Uh, he wasn't working legally. He was um, doing side odd jobs. You know where you don't have okay. to report. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then yeah, finally, he's one of those guys. Yeah. yes. So finally, mm-hmm. he got a job, and he let me know. And he's been okay. traveling, and that's when I, you know, decided because for a couple of years he didn't do anything. It was side job stuff. I understand. I understand. Um, I do believe that, huh, I don't know why he told you that he was working, but that in a weird kind of way he wanted you to be proud of him, in a weird kind of way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> I don't think he really told you for you to get child support from him, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, does he truly, truly have a good job? Because I do see a judgment coming for you. Okay. I see a judgment here. Um, however, you know, I hope he has a good job that he truly, truly values because he just could quit again. Right. What type of job does he actually have? He... um works for a, a mattress company, and he travels and delivers mattresses right now. And in oh. um, in July, he told me that he was going to have a new job at a nuclear plant in November, uh-huh. that he was moving to California. That's what he told um, mm. me in July, he told me. Mm. Um, uh, so... No matter if if you can, no matter what happens, keep the case in California or put it in Atlanta, uh, North Carolina, uh, South Carolina. You said, yeah, or at Atlanta. If he moves to California, California has the worst system for um, family family law. Oh, okay. Yeah, and one of the worst systems. So, and they have a percentage. That is just ridiculous. Like it's a, such a low percentage that fathers have to pay. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, make sure that it's from where you reside. So if, okay. if South Carolina keeps it, and you have South Carolina courts talk to California courts, two different things. Um, okay. Just whatever you do, don't bring it to California. We have the worst system here. Um, you know, uh, here's what I'm getting. <laughs> okay. Uh, so even if he comes to California and works at this nuclear plant, he's working at a nuclear plant? I don't miss shutting the nuclear plant down. <laughs> hey, this is this is just something he told me in July. Right now he's still working for the company in South Carolina. How long is Jay here? I think we're closing our nuclear plant in California. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I mean... I really don't know. Oh, he seems like a character. It sounds like one of those guys you just can't help but love. Um, Yeah. So with that being said, you'll get a little bit uh, while he's at the company he's at now. Um, Mm -hmm. He won't like it, and he'll leave. He'll leave because of the child support. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
It's who he but, is. I was going to say that, but you know that's who he is. I'm just, I'm just about to say that. You know this already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get what you can out of him without a doubt. Um, and and call it a day. But do not depend upon him. You you will depend upon yourself. Does does your son get to see him at all? Uh, he saw him in July, but oh, you know good. he travels, so. He doesn't exactly. get to see him at all. And then it's my son that's calling him and not him calling his son. That happens so. a lot. Yeah, that happens a lot. All right, well, Kimberly, I hope you got everything you needed. I did. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Keep me posted, and I'll see you on Facebook. Okay. All right, thank okay. you. You're welcome, Bye. honey. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Okay, Psychic America, I'm actually going to um, do a celebrity reading, and I'm going to do it on Katie Perry, Catherine Elizabeth Hudson. Um, oh, wait a second. Let me cut off. Let me see here. Oh, but you know what? Um, Katie Perry, Katie Perry. Um, so I'm going to look into Katy Perry's and John Mayer's relationship. Um, I'm afraid that she's in love with John Mayer, and I think John Mayer has, uh, or should be diagnosed with something. I don't know what, because I'm not a doctor, but he definitely has something a little loopy going on inside his head. But you know what? A lot of artists do. Um, John just displays it more. My concern about John is that it's not even because of drugs and alcohol. He's just naturally a little loopy. And um, unless she sees it and um, organizes her thoughts better as to how she should move forward, um, and if she should move forward, um, she could then become a little loopy too. <laughs> it's crazy, like crazy. I'm going to look into their relationship, and I'm going to see, you know, is it solid? Is this a solid relationship? Is this relationship good for Katie? John knows it's good for John. Is it good? Is it good? All right, Katie. What's going on, pal? Okay. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, the relationship is good for Katie. <laughs> it just is. Um, interesting. Yeah, the relationship is good for Katie. Katie works at it, though, by the way. She works very, very hard at it. She offers John a lot. Um, John doesn't always know, how, John Mayer, by the way, doesn't always know how to accept what she's offering. But he's actually afraid at this stage in his life not to have her around. He has become, he has come to terms with his relationship 
it doesn't make sense, but he's come to terms with his relationship, meaning there is a side of John that wants to be by himself, wants to be alone, wants to be crotchety, old crotchety, that old man that wants to be a little weird and haughty. Like there's a side of him that you all truly do not get to see. Um, like inside his head, inside his home, maybe doing a lot of talking to himself. I'm telling you, there's something just not okay with John. Um, and there's a side of him that is so uncomfortable with the world seeing that, um, including Katie, that um, um, he wants to cover it up, cover it up. Katie, however, has shown up to help him to feel comfortable with himself and comfortable with how, with what he showed her. And she accepts it. And he's finally getting to the point where it's okay to be a little quirky around her. It's okay. Um, he's, he's in and he's out. This is his emotional status. He's all in and then he's out. Um, and then he comes back in again. Um, he truly, truly has fears on um, how he's being perceived. Um, he doesn't like to be perceived negatively, and that makes him disappear again. When I say disappear, I literally mean go inside, go inside. Um, he prefers to be um, likable and loved. Um, he's also concerned that he's never going to get back to that place again. I, not that people won't love him again. He thinks people won't love him again, which actually makes him appear a little weird, a little loopy. Um, instead of just, you know, going back in, coming back out into the world and having fun like he used to, um, he thinks when he comes back out ever, and he has, that the comments are he's a little weird, which makes him go inside again. Having Kitty around allows a buffer between what the world sees about him and and how they love Katie. Um, getting back to Katie, however, this relationship um, is really, really healthy for Katie. However, Katie, you do a lot of work on John. John is a lot of work. Um, in a weird kind of way, you kind of want to have a baby by him. Um you think that over time, with your gentle kindness, and you know, I truly believe, Katie, that you are just adorable with him. You know, I think you try very hard not to fight him. I think you pull him along. He's like a wounded puppy to me. I don't know why. That's the way I see you treating him, Katie, like a wounded puppy. Um, and you come along as. Like, you come along as that person that waves that wand, and and he likes that about you. He loves the fact that you get to pull him out, and he gets to enjoy himself, and he gets to be, you know, engaging with you. And he also likes the fact that when he gets weird, it's okay. And he also likes the fact that if he pulls away, that's okay, too, um, because he also knows that you're going to be there to poke him in the puppy, to poke him back out again. However, Katie, I'm exhausted just in describing it, and those are some of the psychic feelings that comes about in my reading. 
And when I get, like, something like exhaustion and I'm doing a reading, I got to tell you, John is exhausting. He's exhausting. This relationship, I promise you, is good for you, Katie. I promise you. But it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, there's some sort of legal situation involving money that's going to come up for you, Katie. I don't know what it is. Um, it's, uh, there's some sort of legal situation involving money. Involving money. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to leave it at that right now. Um, you know, Katie, you want a baby by him? I don't think you told him. I think it might be your secret agenda. Um, uh, I don't know. you got to watch John, Katie, because you have to watch him because he... He's, he's so off balance that he thinks in order to be balanced, he has to be a certain way. He, he's off balance mentally. And so in order to be balanced, he thinks he has to be a certain way. When that balance of what he thinks a certain way is comes to fruition, it does mean being the sex pot again. No, it's the sex pot or women the sex pot. It, it does mean becoming like that sexy guy again. If he goes back into that world because there's some sort of imbalance inside his head, it does come in a form of allowing another woman to come in and shaking your relationship up and um, throwing you off balance, which means that you may be forced to walk away. Um, And it also could be somebody coming back in from the past. Some, somebody not complete with John Mayer coming back into the past. Um, somebody that walked away extremely, extremely hurt. Now, I don't know his past relationship, and I'm too tired to look it up on the Internet right now. Um, I'll check it later. Um, but somebody comes back in um, because they just think they're old more than what they had gotten from him. Um, and they're hurt. They're completely hurt. And because John thinks he needs to look like this sexy dude again for whatever reason, he brings his person back into the picture, puts them in between you and him, which then makes you think, what the hell am I doing? I've sacrificed so much for this guy. I feel like I've come in and I saved the day, and this is what he does to me, which kind of makes you leave with your tail between your legs and kind of makes you kind of in your own spirit, kind of disappear and truly get enlightenment. i got to tell you, Katie, you seem to think that when it occurs and you disappear, you put it under the umbrella of religion. You feel like you've done something against God, done something against your religion, and you try to refocus on that. That's not really the case. It's just you as an individual that's picking Literally picking the wrong guy. And that's what you need to work on more than now placing your problems on the fact that maybe you went against religion 10 years ago. That's not going to be the problem. With that being said, because you're so in love with John, um, I have to tell you, I, I see how much you kind of want to get pregnant by him, to be honest with you. I would advise you not to. <laughs> I would advise you not to. Um, I also think you 
you secretly want to get pregnant, which means accidentally you could get pregnant if you secretly want to get pregnant. Um, in any case, Katie, you're adorable. So right now, John Mayer is good for you. Um, he's going to get healthy again. I just don't think he's healthy right now, which is the reason why you have him the way that you have him. I'm sorry to say it that way, but, you know, he's a little wussy. Um, he does get healthy again temporarily. <laughs> and when he gets healthy and comes back into the world again and be vibrant again, um, something's going to go down. He's going to bring somebody in the middle of your relationship. You know, um, I would truly advise against getting pregnant with John Mayer. Like, I just would not do it. Just would not do it. Um, stay focused, Katie. Um, I'm not going to look to see if there's another guy out there for you because you don't want that right now. And when this relationship deteriorates, you're not going to look for another guy either for a while. Um, so we'll just see how this evolves. You know, I wish you the best, Katie. And by the way, I love your song, Roar, R-O-A-R, Roar Like a Tiger. But I'm a lion. Roar like a tiger. But in the Chinese horoscope, I'm a tiger. I'm a tiger and a lion. So I'm both. <laughs> All right. That's our reading was on Katie Perry. Good luck to you, Katie. Take it easy. I'm going to go back to taking a reading, and I'm going to take it from the person that's been on for um, 19 minutes. Oh, sorry. Nine, wait, you're on the line. Hello? Hi, yes, hello. Tracy. Hi, this is Tracy. Hi. Who's this? Uh, this is Alfina. Okay. What's your name? Alfina. Okay. Is it Alfina or Alfina? Uh, Alfina. Alfina. Okay. Hi, Alfina. How are you? I'm good. So, Alfina, give me a question. Uh, I'm wondering what you see coming up with my relationship. Okay, so are you in a relationship? Uh, yes. Okay, so how long? Um, we've just barely gone back together, so. Okay, so this was a break up, back together type of situation. What's uh, your time? Yes. Um, your... I'm a Sagittarius. November or December? Uh, December. And what's his sign? Uh, I'm not sure if he's a Cancer or a Gemini. When's his birthday? Uh, June 21st. Oh, yeah, well, we don't know, do we? <laughs> Hold on a second. He's happy. I'll tell you what he is in terms of his emotional state. It'll show up. That's calm. So give me a direct question. Don't give me a general question. Give me something good and juicy. Don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't Go know if I if I should ask about this or not, but I'm wondering, uh, is he really is he really open to the idea of children? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, I love that question. Let's take a look. Hold on a second. 
Okay, before I answer that question, you do realize that even though you guys got back together, there's still some conflict in this relationship. Is that something that you can identify with what I'm saying? Uh, conflict? No, actually, at this point, I'm kind of really um, confident about our relationship, and he's been uh, making an effort. Like, what I, the reason why I broke up with him is what he's working on. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with his job, you're saying? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Um, let me tell you what I see. Um, and I'm not trying to deter you from this relationship, but I'm going to tell you what I see. Um, I see some conflicts in this relationship, all right? Um, I think things have not been resolved from the past. Um, I do believe that you hold the, the um, that you're the base of the relationship. Does, does that make sense to you? Like you're the, you're the strength of the relationship. Um, I know I think we're pretty much, like, equals, and like like I said, there's really no conflict right now, like, to me, there's no. Okay, all right, I appreciate that. Um, I, I would say to you, um... More than wondering if if he's open for children, more than wondering about that, um, I'm getting that, like, I don't know if money's a big deal with you guys or money's mandated in in order for um, this relationship to truly, truly work. Um, I do see the ability for you to get pregnant. Um, I got to tell you, I don't think you guys will be in agreement. I think the pregnancy uh, actually, I've, I've already spoken to him about that. I told him what I wanted, and he pretty much agreed to it. Like, he said, yeah, you know, he does want to have children, and I told him, like, things will eventually fall into place. So um, he agreed. But now that's the reason why I'm asking if he really um, – if I, well, my question should have been more like, uh, will I get pregnant within this year? Okay. No, no, no. Actually, I gotta tell you. Let me let me finish this because it's gonna be really, really okay. important for you to understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. He he may have agreed with you. I don't think he's in full agreement with having a baby just yet. Um, I think that you will get pregnant, and you will get pregnant this year. Um, uh, however, with all that being said, um, okay, I was wondering if marriage was going to occur as well, and it it will. Marriage will also occur. Um, uh, The baby actually could come first, Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I see, I see where he maybe doesn't want to lose you, and that there could be a sacrifice to kind of give you what you want. I do see that. Um, 
I'm just not 100% confident that what you're building on is as solid as you hope. I think inside your head it's one way, and I think the ground is a little shaky. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, like, um, like, what do you mean they're shaky? That means that um, he may be doing things just to do it. He might be sacrificing or saying things just to say it, not necessarily it's in his same time frame. So okay. he may not. So in other words, he may not be he's kind of as strong as you are. That's why I keep saying that you're the strength of the relationship, because I, I don't oh, think... Uh, that's, that's true. I've always been the the person who was in charge of the relationship. I okay. like it that way because I don't like depending on a man or having them, they, I guess, in a way, control me. I've had yes. that in the past relationship. Uh, I was yes. with an Aries for seven years, and he never even considered marrying me. And up until recently, I sort of told him, he wasted seven years of my life. You know, those are the seven yeah. years I could have been with somebody else and having a family. So I kind of told yeah. him off. And in that relationship, I was always the one that was supporting him and all yeah. the things that he was doing. So for that reason, you know, after we broke up, he couldn't really say anything because he never gave me anything. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally, totally. Okay, and I respect that. So now you find um, a man that is more accommodating to your wants and needs. And totally respect. I hear you. Yeah. Um, and he's much more, no. like, softer, so I think that's what I like, you know? Like, he's... Absolutely. See, I, me personally, I would never advise a Sagittarius and an Aries to marry. I think a Sagittarius and an Aries could be best friends, male or female. I don't think No, I think there's, like, they're, like, sort of, in a way, probably great enemies, like the Sagittarius and, like, Aries, they pretty much, in our relationship, we kind of just always argued, and I always stood my ground to him, so I never backed away mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sagittarius women are one of the strongest fire signs. Like, they are just fierce. Um, and Aries men are so inside themselves. They're so about themselves. And if you don't give them what they need in terms of you're the man, you're the man, you're the king, good luck with that. You are going to fight with them. Um, (laughs) And they're also very spiteful. They're very spiteful, but they don't let you know that they're spiteful. So if you wanted marriage and baby, he'd hold his penis down. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you were never going to get what you wanted from him. Yeah. Ever, ever. But he would have stayed with you for 20 years. By the way, yeah, I can so also tell you, he probably talked about you like a dog to most of his family members. That's what Aries men do when you don't give them king status. Uh, he and, um, like, his mom and I, have a we had a great relationship, and she kind of knew uh-huh. how he was, and everyone kind of sort of seen that I was, uh, I supported him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't doubt that. I just think he's the type of person, in terms of talking about you like a dog, he would be something similar to, I don't know, like, um, oh, my God, she yells too much. Oh, my God, I have to do it her way. Like, that's what Aries men do. There's a a little bit of a, not all Aries men, but there's a little bit of girl in them. 
Yeah, he's always kind of he always kind of like the victim whenever we got into an argument. So he always thinks, and I'm like, what about all, all the things that you've done? Like, what about the things that you've done to me that you don't even you know consider? So right, right. That's exactly <laughs> my that's exactly my point. So yeah. I, I think you did waste everything in your life. You know, this is why I love being a psychic because I would have missed this for you a long time ago, not to say break up with anyone. But when I do my readings, I start saying to you, look at what you're getting into. This is not going to change. Start assessing, you know, what he's providing for you. And that way you begin to look at your relationship different and you start to make decisions that's healthy for you. Seven years is unhealthy for anybody without moving forward in marriage, children, you know, home, you know what I mean? Kindness. <laughs> I'm yeah. for anybody. With that being said, um, let me look at this relationship one more time because I'd okay. like to make sure that as you move forward with this Gemini Cancer sign, guy. Um, oh, what is he? Like, is he a Gemini or is he Cancer? I looked it up and, like, some sites say he's a Gemini, then some sites say he's a Cancer. So, like, um, I don't know what he is. <laughs> You know when he was born? Uh, June twenty first. So I'm just like, there's like sites where they say that the, a person born June twenty first is either a Gemini or like some other sites say he's a Cancer. So I'm not sure well, if he's. There are um, charts that um, can give me exact, exact. Um, with that being said, it does help if you know where he was born and what time he was born. Uh, no, I don't know what time he was born, but I think he was born, like, in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Do you know what city? Uh, I think Shawnee. Okay. So, June, let me just check that real quick because I have the chart out here. I'll give you an estimate. June 21st, right? Yeah, 20 years. Uh, 1984. Four. Um, I'm going to put 12 o'clock p.m. into something general that we do, but um, okay. what? why don't you do me a favor and call me back next week with the exact information, or better yet, um, join me on Twitter, Pop Culture Psychic on Twitter, and text it to me. So this won't okay. be exact. And you think it's Shawnee? Yeah, uh, S-H-A-W-N-E-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. N-E-E. Okay. So I'll give you, a, you know, an approximate, but it, it makes a big difference when I know the time that he was born. Um, also, my astrologer, um, my co-host, Scarlet, she's an astrologer, so she's really, really good at pulling together the differences between the two charts. So if you want to call back next week, um, maybe she can have that prepared for you. Okay. okay. So, like, what do you see as of right now, I guess, with the relationship? You know, it's, like, kind of surprising because I was told maybe... Um... Hold on. Before you go... 
we go into what other types of culture. I'm getting him as a cancer. If he was born 12 noon, I'm getting him as a cancer. Um, based upon the 12 noon time frame that I chose, it's literally zero, zero degree cancer. So anything prior to 12 noon, he very well could be a Gemini. But I'm getting 12 noon. Anything after 12 noon, he's a cancer, period. Okay? If okay. that helps in terms of the time he was born. He has a rising sign in Virgo. So that kind of makes sense. Because remember I told you money was big for him. Money's big for this relationship. So having a rising sign in Virgo, and, and cancer men are big on money too. Money's big. So if he has any inhibition, it's going to be because he thinks he doesn't have enough money. Ironically, <laughs> um, unless I know the time he was born, based upon 12 noon, his moon is in Aries. <laughs> So in a weird kind of way, you're kind of dealing with an Aries. <laughs> Did I lose you? Uh, no, you I'm lose? still here. Oh, good, good, good. Um, and that's it. Call back next week, and we can give you a full chart reading if you want. But for right now, oh. I have another can. Okay. Oh, I guess, what, what, were you, what were you saying about the other psychic? Oh, she actually, like two years ago, I, I spoke to a psychic, and she was telling me, she actually gave me the initial D, and she's like, you're going to marry cancer. I was like, I don't think so. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, two, uh, two years later, he comes along. So I'm like, wow, I guess, you know. And she's, I don't know, I was crazy because at the time I was, uh, I guess in a way I was in love with my, like, Aries men, and I was thinking that I was going sure. to be with them forever. So. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Um. Being a fire sign and a strong, strong fire sign, I think that this Gemini-Cancer mix is a very good combination for you. Yeah, like, right now I really like it. You know, like, there's a lot of qualities I like about him, and in a way it's going to, like, rebalance each other out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me another question, and then we'll make it the last one. Um, I'm wondering how soon, uh, I guess... When he comes here, is he going to stay? Um, well, that's the thing we're talking about. So he's actually going to come stay with me for a while to see if he likes it, to see if we can stay here or move to where he's at. Okay. So I guess my so, question where, is, like, mm-hmm. is he going it. to Where do you live? live? Oh, I live in Arizona. Where do you live? And where is he coming from? Uh, Oklahoma. Okay. So I'm back to money again. See, that I'm, oh, I'm really upset now because I'm back to money. That means he's going to come to you and have to look for another job. That's going to be the crux of your problem. Does that make sense? Uh, he's currently not working right now, so that's the whole reason why I told him, like, since, you know, before before I even start school again, too, like, well, let's try to see – if you, you know, like, you can come down here, see if you like it here, and if you want to stay here, or if not, then we'll go to, you know, to wherever you are. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Um, he's going to come. He's going to come. I think he's kind of over 
Oklahoma, by the way, he's going to come. Um, money's a big issue. Um, money's big. Money's big. Um, he's going to come. Um, I think you'll be happy when he comes. I think you'll nurture him when he comes. I see conflict. I don't care how you fight it. There's conflict here. There's conflict about money. Um, you know, but there's love here. So I'm not going to worry that much. There's there's a lot of love that he's bringing to the table. I mean, a lot. So with that being said, you know, just remind him not to beat himself up. You know, he will get a job. When he relocates, I would think it would be better to re- relocate sooner than later. I think the more so, that he is, hmm? So is he going to, when he comes here, is he going to like it here? And are we going to stay here for like maybe, I don't know, a couple of years and then go back? Because that's the thing I have explained to him. I told him I don't want to keep him from his family too long. So we basically can kind of maybe do a couple of years here, a couple of years there, you know, like it's. Um, how old are you? I'm actually going to turn 26 in December. Okay, okay, all right. Your language tells me that you're young, but I wanted to make sure. Um, <laughs> your, thought, your thought processes tells me that you're young, which means we could live here. If it doesn't work out, we could live there. Like, only do you think that way, because <laughs> you guys have no fear, which is great. I appreciate that. Um, and he's in the same age bracket, right? Uh, no, he's older. How much older? Uh, he's 29, so he's going to turn 30, like, next year. Okay, totally, totally. For me, you're in the same age bracket. <laughs> I get I, I, I older, but to me, it's all you. <laughs> same age bracket. Okay. With that, yeah. Okay. With that being said, um, I think he'll be fine. I, first of all, I think he'll be fine. I also think it'll be better for him to get out of Oklahoma. It's not really about being around family. He has a lot of pride. So it's so much better for him to just escape Oklahoma and see what else is out there for him. It would be so much better. Um, In terms of having to go back to Oklahoma, if you choose, you can go back. However, um, you guys may move. I don't know if it's moving back to Oklahoma. There may be a move in a couple of years, um, not where you all are thinking. So okay. with that with that being said, um, listen, right from the beginning of the reading, money was a big issue in the reading. So as long as he's working, this will survive. This is a good relationship if he's working. Um, If he takes too long to work, it's really bothersome to him because he's prideful, all right? Um, And before I let you go, my devil card tells me that there could, very well, could be some issues with drugs or alcohol. So just watch that. Yeah. Um, that he's he's told me from like the beginning he did he's had problems with alcohol and uh, drugs and yeah he's kind of um, he quit that because I guess a lot of the people that 
he was hanging around with weren't really good people, so maybe that's one of the reasons why he he would want to end up staying here. Thank you. So oh my God, it totally makes sense. Absolutely, please let please let him come to you. Um, it's so much better for him. And by the way, let me also remind you. I don't know how necessary it is when the time comes for you all to go back to Oklahoma. I I just think that if he goes back there, you know, it's just problems in the relationship. So um, let him come, let him redirect his life, let him show his family, you know, that he's a different person, let them be proud of him. Um, If there's a move in a couple of years, move anywhere in the U.S. continent, do not go back to Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. Under no circumstances. <laughs> All right. I'll see okay. All right. And don't forget, um, if you want to call in next week and if you join me on my Twitter and give me your your you birth date time you were born and then his birth date time where he was born, then I can ask um Scarlett to uh do a, a chart read on you guys. We call back next week, and I'll have her read it for you. Okay, and that's on Twitter. Yeah, it's at. Oh, I'm letting on my Twitter at pop culture, and then it's psychic. The psychic is spelled P S Y C K. Pop culture psychic. Okay, all right. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope to talk to you next week. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, One of my Twitter people is asking, can you listen to, can you listen to my radio show, Block Talk Online, um, Block Block Talk Radio, hold on, Pop Culture, I'm typing this in people, oh, Pop Culture no. Pop culture. Pop culture. Psychic. Okay. Send. And then listen live for two days. Let me see if I can post it. Usually I post it in the beginning, but probably it didn't come in, so it threw me off a little bit. <laughs> Let's come off a little bit. Um, okay, so I did Katy Perry, and then, oh, Blurred Lines. Robin Thicke, you're so talented. People love you. Why did we have to go talk this? People are like the Internet. Um, you're kind of mad at you. Even though your Blurred Lines is number one on some chart thing, <laughs> either Billboard or iTunes. Just check it out. Um, Robin Dick, people love you. Blur. Um, blur mine. Also, Robin Dick, if anybody didn't know it, um, um, um. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, uh, Robin Dick got fired from Real Hollywood Husbands, Real 
I forget, real, R-H-O-H, real Hollywood, real husbands of Hollywood. They had him and um, Kevin Hart had some disagreements. <laughs> Kevin Hart said, see ya. So um, Robin Thicke is, is suing, according to USA Today, I want to see that is. Robin Thicke is suing Martin Gaye's family over Birdline. Uh, Pharrell, P.I., P.I., oh, P.I. involved, that's right. right. That's right, he's in a video. Pharrell and Robin Thicke are asking a judge to rule that um, Blurred Line does not have any copy uh, right elements from the song. Hmm. So Robin Thicke now <laughs> files a lawsuit to defend Blurred Line. Isn't that amazing? Are you people kidding me? Come on, Robin. Not that big of a deal. Um, maybe everybody needs this attention. Does everybody need this attention? Okay. Will Marvin Gaye's estate win their lawsuit against Robin Thicke? That's what I'm going to check. Robin Thicke, I like you. You're going to make a lot of people mad. I don't know if that's such a good thing. On it, I like you. Sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think people. I don't. <laughs> Ten. Mm-hmm. Well, Marvin Gaye's estate. Well, there are some contractual issues here. Um, yeah, there's a lot of money involved. Hmm. If they put the brakes on, who's worried? Who's worried? Um, it's a moral issue. Um, who's worried? Who's worried? Um, Um, you know, I don't know about winning. Something lost or something still remains. Huh. Um, you know, oh, dear. Both sides are being a little scrupulous. I don't know who owns uh, Marvin Gaye Estate. I don't know who's in charge of it right now. Um... Oh, dear. There's some attention that the Marvin Gaye estate is looking for um, following this Blurred Line song and Robin Thicke's grouping of people for whatever reason. They love the attention. Both sides. I don't know who's in charge of Marvin Gaye's estate, but there's some attention that's required um, going after Robin Thicke. So, you know, I don't know how genuine it is that we want to protect Marvin Gaye's work. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, I I, I like it better if it's like, you know, we own this and it's very sensitive to us. It's kind of like um, when Nike bought the catalog for Michael Jackson from the Beatles and... um. I forget the gentleman's name. Paul McCartney was like, are you kidding me? Like, these songs were not meant for that. Even though Nike is a great brand, Paul McCartney was very upset that they were sold to Nike for television commercials. With that being said, I always understood Paul McCartney's side of it. 
because he's an artist, an artist, an artist. And artists get a little weird about their work because it's their baby. Um, but, uh, however, I'm not, yeah, there's definitely some contractual issues. So something is not going to be okay um, in terms of dissecting what belongs to Marvin Gaye and what was taken from him, okay? Money is involved, but not a massive amount of money. Um Who's more responsible? Robin Thicke is taking the blame, but um, will the estate win? Yeah. No, I, yeah. You know, listen, for right now, there's attention that both sides enjoy for right now. With that being said, um, they're going to milk the attention. <laughs> Because it just works. It works for blurred lines, and then Marvin Gaye's people seem to need some attention too, and so it works for them too. And you know, the the fight is on. It's really not about the artistry of the talent, what he has. Um, it does become about the person that's enacting the cry from Marvin Gaye's side. Woe is me. Woe is me. Um, you know, he's my I don't know uncle, father, brother, husband but really the person, the individual needs the attention, and it's going to begin to milk the attention. Ultimately, they'll settle. They'll settle. Money will be settled. Um, and by the way, whoever is in charge, let me see if I can find a who's in charge of Marvin Gaye's estate. Whoever is in charge of Marvin Gaye's estate, uh, you're going to be kind of stupid because you're going to settle, and there's a lot more money out there. So good for you. For um, good for you for not doing it for the right reason. Who's in charge? Hold on, people check the internet. Of Marvin Gaye's estate. <sighs> Robin six months. an obvious set to older songs in particular Marvin Gaye. Okay. Hit and run charges against this option. How did that get in there? Marvin Thick is Marvin Gay Estate. Hmm. She's saying that Robin Thick filed against Marvin Gay. Hmm. It's a nerve, Robin Thick. And I like you. Um, okay, I can't. I can't seem to see who's in charge of Robin. Uh, Marvin Gaye's estate. So, if somebody Mona Gaye comes out more than she is. In any case, I don't care. I'm over it. Um, you guys are going to settle ultimately. Um, um, you guys are going to sell subtle, ultimately, but the people that's in charge of Marvin Gaye's estate, if you hold out, um, there's a lot of money that you could get, but you're not going to hold out. So they're going to offer, and you're going to take, because <laughs> I'm getting you kind of need the money. So that's it. Robin, Dick, I'm mad at you. Um, 
you know, to make this into a spectacle after you've had such a great run of this song, it's really dumb on your part. may not look good for future. may not look good for you for future. I would be really, really careful about suing this man um, and, his, and his estate. Um, may not look good for you in the future. You have to remember people like T.I. and Pharrell, they're going to make their money anyway. They're producers. They're going to make their money on thousands of artists that are trying to make it in the world, and they have a talent that's unmatchable. You are a singer, and you are a pretty good singer, um, but singers can dry up. Um, if the public gets mad at you, Robin Dick, over this particular issue, which is heightening, the anger is heightening, Robin, this could, this could be your last hurrah. Um, I'm not going to check it. You know, I might, I might do it on the YouTube video instead, but this could be your, your last hurrah, and I'm really, really concerned for you. So with that being said, I'm over it. I'm over it. Go ahead and settle Marvin Hayes' estate, who's ever in charge. Um, you could get a lot more money, but because you agreed, you won't. And Robin Dick, not a good move to turn right around and sue these people. Good luck with that. Good luck with you. In any case, I'm going to pull the next live caller. 727? There you are. 727, you're on the line? 727? Oh, I'm so sorry. You stayed on the line too long. I really, really want to apologize. I actually have you holding for over an hour. 727, are you there? Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold. I'm not going to um, uh, delete you. So hopefully you'll come back on. Keep the mic. Um, with that being said, I am now going to look at Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um. I'm now going to look into Lady Gaga. And I'm just going to see what's around her. Um, With Lady Gaga, I'm actually going to do a YouTube video on Tuesday to see um, how her album is going to do. You know, actually, I'm a little pissed at Perez Hilton. You know, Perez, I think that you, I should do a reading on you, but you're, you're kind of skanky. Like, you kind of bother me a little bit. Um, and I do follow you, I think, on Facebook, but I'm thinking about unfollowing you because you're kind of getting on my nerves. Um, there's something that's very um, annoying, very annoying about you. Um, maybe you've always been annoying, and I'm just picking up on it. I don't know, but there's something a little annoying about you. And by the way, Perez, I don't think there's a difference between Lady Gaga and Madonna. I just, I don't see the parallel. I just don't. And somewhere inside your head, or maybe in cahoots with Madonna, um, there's a competition inside your head or in cahoots with Madonna. Kind of kind of like Madonna not saying 
pancreas, do this, but you're saying, I'm going to make sure that, you know, people know that there's a difference between you and Lady Gaga. And then Madonna kind of like nodding, but not really authorizing. You know, there is no difference between the two. They're individual artists, one much younger, <laughs> which is Lady Gaga's Yes, she's just younger. God bless her. Um, and talented. Like, it took me a long time to get the love of, of Gaga, but she's talented. So just no comparison. The only comparison that I see is the uniqueness and a display of their artistry. That's the only parallel that they're willing to push the envelope um, in a public venue, in a public way you know, to prove, like, how different they are. This is me. Look at me. Madonna did it, and Lady Gaga is doing it now, and that's the only parallel. Um, hold on. Um... Uh, let me see. So with that being said, Perez, <laughs> you're skinky. I don't like skinky people. You're skinky. I don't like that. I wish you would stop, but you can't. So let me just see what's around Lady Gaga. I'm not going to look at whether or not her album's going to go well, go out well on 11-11. However, can I just tell America... And um, monsters, I kind of don't want you to get mad at me because, you know, I speak frankly, and I don't want anybody to get mad at me, and I don't want her monsters to get mad at me. Um, I don't like her most recent song out. I don't understand it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, I don't see her singing, well, at least on the Bebo that's out right now. What's the name of it? Um, it doesn't. It didn't do anything to me. And Lady Gaga is one of those people that her songs just do something to you. I don't get this one. Um, and I promise you, I listened to it over and over and over again because I just really wanted to um, make sure that I understood the, the ambiance of the song. And I think it's called applause. I don't get it. Although. I think uh, Monday or Tuesday she's going to wind up on NBC or something like that. Um, and the video, the real, like, the real video is coming out Monday or Tuesday, something like that. So maybe with the video I might see it. So looking at Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga is really, really happy. She, and you're going to hear her say that. You're going to hear her say she's probably the happiest she's been for a long time. I feel like there's a lawsuit out against you, Lady Gaga. I don't know what the lawsuit is, but I see you winning the lawsuit. I don't know what the lawsuit is, um, but I see you winning. Once again, once again, you stayed quiet for a little bit. Did you get quiet, Lady Gaga, because of all the operations that you had? By the way, I think you do look pretty. I do. I... I think you've been re-sculpted 
I think that you've had numerous operations. I think that your body has been liposuctioned to 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 <laughs> to perfection. Um, I think your face looks different, and yet I could still see the Lady Gaga in you. Um, I think that you weren't happy with yourself. Um, I think that when you look back at all your videos, you you kept seeing someone who you were not happy with. Um, I hope you're done because I think you've done all you can. Um, I do think that you are happy with yourself. I'm getting that you're completely happy with yourself. You're completely happy with your body um, to the point where you want to show it to everybody. Okay, whatever. Um, Do whatever. I don't think it's necessary, but do whatever you want. Um, At first I thought that you were getting a little weird, but you're not. You're not. It, It truly is just a gimmick. It's part of making sure people know that you're back, people know that you're proud of yourself. There's a lot of nakedness that's coming forth with you, a lot of nakedness. Eh, whatever, go for it. Um, I can't go naked right now, so if you can, do it. Um, the Wheel of Fortune shows up, which a lot of times means money to me, but in your case, Fortune of change. Fortune of change. Um, Lady Gaga, is there something about education that could come to fruition with you, or could you make statements about education, um, or going back to school, or going to school online, something like that? There's some evolution, not just in your body, but also in a tangible sense that seems to be coming to fruition. So if it's not you yourself, going back to school or college, then it's about the encouragement of schooling, something like that, because it's an evolution of change, like getting people to, either you set yourself up as an example, or you speak on behalf of education, education, Um, and that's going to be your goal, uh, particularly after this album. I don't know if it's going to be before, but particularly after this album. There's some sort of charity or, excuse me, something about the homeless. Something about the homeless. I don't know if it's charity or something about the homeless or maybe your records, one of your records has something to do with um, poverty, homelessness, um, believing, believing in a higher source, you know, believing in God, holding out. I don't know. Maybe one of your songs has something to do with, um, feeling poor, being poor, not having enough money, but knowing to hold out. I don't know. That's what kind of came to me. Um, I guess there's a tour coming. And in a weird kind of way, I feel like there is a tour coming. I kind of think you don't want to do it, to be honest with you. So I feel like the tour is coming. I feel like it's going to be one year's worth. I think it's going to be in three months increment. So I think it's three months tour well, unless it's just a three-month tour. Maybe it's just a three-month tour or two months and then you space it out and then two months again, something like that. Um, major, massive change is going to occur with you, um, Lady Gaga. So with that being said, I do want to make sure that you're kind of done with your operations. Be, be done with them. I do not want to hear and you still have something left to do. 
because you don't. Um, hmm. Are you dating anybody? I know I've heard that you were dating someone at some point, but it doesn't look like anybody too significant is in your life right now. Somebody's coming in, but I don't think he's here right now. Um, when he does come in, I do feel like he is probably a fire sign, Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. Uh, he comes on strong to you, comes on strong, but it feels inadequate to you. Feels, he feels inadequate in your space. So good luck with that. Um, he does come on strong, by the way, Lady Gaga. He does come on strong, and he's one of those guys that come on strong and then, poof, he just fizzles out. Um, because he feels inadequate in your space. So I don't know what that means. You're probably bossy outside of your um, world. In any case. Let me see if I can get 17. Um, I can't find it. I want to go on. <laughs> I screwed up on my computer. Yeah. There you go. Okay, good. <gasps> oh, darn it. I got disconnected. Oh, I knew it. Studio. Okay, I'm still connected. Okay, good. Uh, let me see if seven two seven is still on the line. Hello. Hi, seven two seven. This is Tracy. I tried to reach you, but you weren't there. Yeah, I am so sorry. I had to run to the post office and mail something on a deadline. <laughs> That's hilarious. I apologize for that. Yeah, don't even don't apologize. Listen, I'm flexible. Don't even worry about it. What is your name? Lisa. Hi, Lisa. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. So, tell me what's going on. Um, Yeah, I wanted to find out, you know, about your love, my love life. Not your love life. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell am I talking about? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's kind of nosy. You want to know about my love life? Right, right. That's a little bit on the nosy side, huh? Yes, I I would like to know what you see for my love life. Don't worry, I won't. I won't pry about yours. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that because just today I was thinking, should I discuss my love life on on radio? And I thought, no. Right, exactly. No. You're like, no, I'm gonna pass. pass. <laughs> you know why? I I just think that my, my job is to help. And how do I help if you all think that I can't help myself? Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the perception always needs to be that I'm the helper, <laughs> not the help me. Um, give me a direct question, Lisa. Well, I was seeing someone, and we split up. Sorry. And um, No, it's okay. Just took me a little bit of time to kind of heal up from that. Yes. So now I'm just wondering... Just wondering, like, do you think that 
I know it's going to sound embarrassing when I ask you, but go for it. Do you think I'll be hearing from him again? Okay. First of all, let me tell you that it's the most common question when when there's a breakup situation. I actually broke up with him, but sort of felt... I sort of felt abandoned by him before I broke up with him, so I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of reacted like, I do. Of course I do. Of course. I totally get it. And this is where I come in as a psychic, by the way. Like, I would prefer that people would reach out to me before they make that decision. Because sometimes you make a decision spontaneously, and it's just in a moment, and you're just mad. I'm not saying that's what happened to you. I'm just this is very, very common because well, I our emotions are involved. We're hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I apologize to him, and he still won't talk to me. It's terrible. And this was many months ago, but I can't get him out of my mind. I mean, I really oh. have a feeling. I have a feeling he has a lot of feelings for me, too. I really do. I don't think it was one-sided. Okay. But What's your sign? I'm an Aries. Um, March or April? April, the third. What's his sign? Okay, I don't even know the exact date. What's his sign? He's a Gemini. And June? Yeah, he's from June. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, will you hear from him again? Is the question. Or anything you see around the situation would be helpful. Absolutely. I'll tell you. Sure. I'll tell you whatever you need to know. Thank you. So the loving card. See what's going on here. Um, (laughs) Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm actually going to use my oracle cards, too. Um, okay. Because it's just emotions are involved, you know, and my oracles give me a good sense of, like, what's going on emotionally with people. So, transformation, something we deal inside breakthrough, material harvest, emotional loss, material spiritual prosperity. Okay, um, before we talk about your love life, there is some sort of change coming through. I think the change has to do with you, and it has to do with money. Awesome. (laughs) And it's good. It's good. It's good change. It's involving money. It's about growth of money. It's about prosperity. It's about, I feel like it's a win-win, a big win, win win-win, something like that. Um, And I'll tell you what I think that is. Talk to me. Um, okay, well, I think it's my inheritance. Oh, well, that's a big win. That's a win-win, big. Is it big? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it, it comes in the middle of this emotional loss, by the way. So the, the, the money comes in before you, get, you guys get to resolve whatever this love issue is for you. Can, can I tell you that? Um, okay, yeah, you can tell me anything you want. 
What do you plan to do with your money? Now, the reason why I'm asking that question is because if there's a dream out there, they're telling me to tell you for you to go after it. Mm, I don't really is know. Is there a yet. business or a dream? Okay. I don't even know. You know what? I don't really think about it that much because until it actually happens, I'm not even okay. going to believe it, if that makes sense. Okay. Yes, but let me assure you that it will happen. Um, and it's also... You know when? Oh, when? Oh, dear. I'm getting the number five three times. So it'll definitely be within this year, August to August, or after five months. Okay. Does that sound reasonable to you? I hope so. Now, am I telling you this based upon somebody dying, though? (laughs) That's not good. Uh, no comment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to oh, plead the no. fifth on that one. <laughs> you are not a participant of this thought, though. You're oh, just a bystander. I'm innocent. I do not do predictions on death so money can come in. That's horrible. That's horrible. I understand. Okay, okay. No, don't worry about it. If, if it makes you feel any better, this person sexually abused me. From the age of two oh. to like the age of fifteen. So, okay, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for everything you've gone through, and we'll just move on from there. Is that okay? Oh, I'm happy to move on. Okay. I wasn't even <laughs> focusing on that part of it. I was just you more focused on the money. I brought it up. I brought it up. So you actually you asked about love. I told you about money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> how, however, um, just to if you don't mind me saying, because at this point the cards are revealing this, it's money, emotional loss, money. So it actually has something to do probably with the passing of someone. I thought the emotional loss had to do with you going through your relationship loss, but it probably is the loss of the person, and that's how money comes through. So it is okay. what it is. Does that yes. make sense? Okay. Yes, good. ma'am. <laughs> and we'll just stop <laughs> Hey, you're um, cool, I'm cool. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> With that being said, the first thing that shows off is something's lost, something's lost in your relationship, but something still remains. He's yeah. being stubborn like you can't imagine. Like he is shutting down. You cannot reach him. I know. Okay. Five. I'm very stubborn okay. too, so screw it. You know, we haven't seen each other or talked to each other in almost nine months now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm moving on with my life, and I work, and I live my life. I don't sit around thinking about it 24 hours a day. But I know that we're supposed to be together, and he he needs to pull his head out of his ass. Yes. Um, Let me tell you, not only is he stubborn, Mm. um, he's almost like a hermit as well. Yep. You know, hermit, hermit-type people, they have longevity. They can go two, three, four, five years and stay in their ugly. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. So, thank you. I really appreciate that. So, holding out for him may not be the best thing. Now, on top of and that. And I won't do that. I, and I won't do that. You. I will not hold out for him. No, I will not. If I meet someone I, else. 
I will mm-hmm. go on a date. And if I fall I, in love with I, someone else, then I will fall in love with someone else. I'm actually yeah. begging you to go out on a date. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I just have been really busy. So it's not that I'm not trying to. Yes, yes, I understand. But any loss takes everyone's time to renegotiate and to navigate, and everybody does it in their own space. Sure. But I'm just trying to mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell you with this particular guy, this particular guy is so busy saying inside his ugly that he doesn't even realize he should be coming out of it. Okay. Coupled with some, um, coupled with a little bit of, um, um, is there some psychological damage? Can I get the moon card next to the devil card, which means he's a little delusional? Yeah. Mhm. I would agree with um, that very much so. Hold on. Um, so did you see some psychological damage? There's some issues, I'm thinking. I don't know exactly what they are. You know, I didn't really know him. I didn't know him that long. Okay. All right. Well, then let me tell you. <laughs> there was okay. some psychological damage. Um, and you're kind of like, and you're not doing this. I hear you. To have any residual emotional, you know, waiting, and I'm not saying that you are, for a guy that has this level of emotional stuff going on, it's just not worth your while. I agree. Um, And it is up to him to get out of it. You cannot pull him out of this. It is up to him. Now, with that being said, there is something good that can come out of him if he chooses, it's his choice. Right. Which is the reason why I'm telling you, you cannot wait because he's in his own time frame. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. If he shows up again, you go from there. You know, don't beat him up because he won't get it. He won't get the fact that, you know, he waited too long. He's so busy staying inside his head and staying inside his ugly that... <laughs> One of my expressions, like you're just inside your ugly, that you just don't even realize that that's not a place to be anymore. Like you're a grown, you know, viable. Well, let me tell man. you just a little bit about his situation, and I'll be, be very okay. brief. I will be okay. very brief. In a nutshell, he's involved mm-hmm. with a family member, and it's a codependent alcoholic um, mess. And what happened is he's basically financially supporting one of his family members and they're drunk. And um, that's part of why we had a big argument. I said to him, look, I don't I don't get this. I don't want to get this. You mm-hmm. need to separate yourself from this person. And this mm-hmm. is not normal. And this is not acceptable to me. And that's okay. when I like, me- <laughs> left. Okay. Yeah. That's the psychological the stuff you're picking up on. Also, the devil is drinking drugs, alcohol, sex. You know, it kind of, yeah, the moon next to the devil, it's kind of the same thing. Um, Who's the family member to him? Exactly what is this relationship? Because it's going to make sense to you. It's It's a nephew. 
I see. And this guy's only like two years younger than him. They're both in their forties. And it's like uh-huh. I'm like, whoa, it's a little late on this people. Come on now. Grow up. Mm-hmm. I mean I did judge Cold him and I think I think mm-hmm. he felt the nephew's forty and he's forty two. Mm. And I was kind of like, you know, I was very direct about it. I was not mean, but I think mm-hmm. I could have been perceived as controlling and bossy and, you know, heartless. But I was thinking of his, you know, the best interest for him, not just myself, just, you know. Yeah. Just like well, as an onlooker, I'm like, no, this is wrong. You can't keep going with this, you know. He well, told me, oh, I, I almost, to- he told me I almost have this guy fixed. And I said, no, you can't fix somebody like that. You just let go. You have to walk away. And he needs to fix himself. So it's funny how he thinks he's fixing the nephew when he's unfixable, too. Maybe. Yeah. You know, physician, physician yeah. heal thyself. Like, look at yourself. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm not really tapping into this codependency with this nephew. Um, I think it is uncomfortable. I think you did need to slap him with reality. Um, yes. I have, I have to tell you, his shutting down has had everything to do with not knowing how to fix it for you. So sure. It actually makes sense why he's being so stubborn. Because whatever he's involved in, it can't get eradicated in the time frame that you're you're hoping for, although you didn't give him a time frame, but for him it came across like, I need to fix this now or she has to go. Well, I basically said, I'm out of here. Give me a call when you, you're no longer living with this guy and you're no longer in this situation. Those were my words. Like, I don't want to be around this. But when it's over, call me. I mean, um, I'm glad you, and I'm not I'm not I'm the type you, of woman to put an ultimatum on somebody, but that situation was really seriously unacceptable to me. I'm so sorry, actually, because um, it's uncomfortable um, in my spirit too. So I'm uncomfortable with it, and there's a there's a weird thing that happens sometimes when I can't tap into somebody's energy. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, if I can't tap into it, there's cuckoo crazy all across the board. When sure. When I can't get in there, that's because there's an unstableness in him and the nephew. Sure. And and with that being said, that means you can't get in either. If I can't get in psychically, you can't get in physically. So there's a sense of both of them having had chucked you out. I actually never met this nephew. It was crazy. At one point, he told me I could never come to the house because the oh, nephew was so paranoid about having any visitors. And that was, was part of the crazy. Yeah, That's that was the part of it. that set me over the edge. I was like, excuse me? You know, nice. I'm supposed to be in your life, and I can't even come to your home? I'm like, forget it. Just forget the whole thing. It offended me. I was like, no, I don't think so. So you now have eyes on a nephew. Never. I I mean I've seen his Facebook page. Okay. I know what he looks like. He looks cuckoo crazy. But I never <laughs> met him. And he never he never wanted me to meet him. It was like you know, uh-huh. the other thing that I questioned was like, wait a minute, if I'm not allowed to your house, does that mean 
that you're hiding another woman. Uh-huh. You know, you got, you got a wife, a girlfriend. What's going on? Uh-huh. You know, what, you know uh-huh. and then I, that's, uh-huh. I put my foot down on, on, I put my foot right down. Uh-huh. Um, let me tell you that um, I dated, I didn't date this guy, but this, you know, I met this guy. He's like, oh, I'll come to your house and I'll cook for you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, really? You're going to come to my house? Like, yeah. That was, that was a bad, like, it triggered something in me. And then he says, well, I have a roommate, situ- you know, it's a it's an uncomfortable roommate situation. And I yeah. thought to myself, and I was, <laughs> you're going there, right? I thought to yeah. myself, I understand having an uncomfortable roommate situation. A lot of people have roommates. I get it. To myself, I said it to him. But my spirit said, don't you dare ask. Right. That's what my spirit said. So I said to him, I said, is your roommate a male or a female? Or female, exactly. It was a female. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I said to him, this isn't a roommate. This is a relationship. He said, oh, no, no, no. We're roommates, love, and he kept talking. I love talkers because he kept talking, and then finally he said, um, "We uh, we were in a relationship. It didn't work out because she was controlling and obsessive and blah blah blah. So now they they are roommates. However, the rule is neither one of them can bring somebody back at the house. Like you're still in a relationship with this woman, right? <laughs> I don't care how you find it. You're in a relationship with her." And with that, I was like, goodbye. Like, I can't Yeah, right. Because like, it's just too uncomfortable. You're a roommate. You have to come to my house. I can't come to your house. Like, it's just crazy. In any case, I'm looking to see if there was a wife in this. I'm getting a resounding yes. I'm getting that um, all is not what it seems. Yeah. I'm I don't getting think a resounding. he's married. I don't think he's a married too. guy. There's but a I woman think, involved. Now, there, the nephew is not who you think is the issue, I promise you. Yeah. You know, the nephew is living with a woman, and they all three live together, and it's the nephew's girlfriend. It's not his girlfriend. Now, I do know okay. that. Okay. That's, okay. I know for a fact. Okay, that's there fair is enough. a woman living in that house, but it's not okay. his girlfriend. But Okay. Um, I have to tell you, what else feels uncomfortable to me? Um, and it cost um, me to explain this to you, but I'm not confident that it wasn't a, what do you call those relationships where it's multiple, multiple partners? Polygamous. Yes. You know, I'm not arguing with that. I mean, the fact that oh, I was <laughs> allowed to go to the house, that also put red flags up for me. I didn't stay in this relationship, but you're going to laugh at me, but it was only about 40 days. Mm-hmm. No, that was it. I don't think that's I got dating in. Dating is dating. And you got out I got, because it's uncomfortable. I got in, I took a look around, and I was like, oh, no. And then I'm like, you got uh-huh. you to clean, you know, clean this up. Or right. So, right. do you have any sense of what he's feeling towards me? Because that's kind of really what I should have asked you. Because that's kind of I'm just feeling so nosy today. Like I just want to know, like sure. what, what is, what's he thinking, and like what's he feeling towards me? Well, I could tell you the law, the law, 
40 days or, or 10 days or 40 months, I really don't care. The loss hurts. The loss hurts. Um, he, there's an inadequacy that comes out in him, a childishness, an immaturity. Um, and the loss hurts. Um, he is tied and bound under this illusion of whatever's going on inside that house. He's tied mm-hmm. and bound. Okay? He is learning from it, but escaping from it, two different scenarios. How do I get out right. of it? Uh, there might be some financial reasons also why he's there. Right. Um, right. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, um, I, I, he seems older to me, but he's probably not that old. He feels 60 to me, but is he 40-something? He's 42. Him and I are uh, the same age. Does he appear older, though? 42 is so young and vibrant and beautiful. Like, I can't even imagine. It just doesn't uh, feel 42 to me. Yeah, I guess he does have that kind of worn-out feeling about him because the yeah. way he there's a, he has issues, and I'll tell the other issues because he's a nut job. He um he has a problem with drinking too much soda, and it's it's like sounds funny, ha ha ha, but it's really serious. <laughs> no, I mean it's really oh serious problems. And he's not sleeping properly at night. And this is the crazy. Here's another. Here's another slice of crazy. He doesn't eat like all day, and then like at night, him and that roommate and him, um, they'll get some takeout and he'll eat at the end of the day. And then he'll like, it's freaking weird because he'll stay up all night, like working, doing all these things, and then. He sleeps in. He has strange sleeping hours. The reason I bring in all this stuff is I think that's part of the old, the old energy because he's just so worn out from the way he's he's not taking care of himself. Living his life. Well, yeah, the way he's living his life. Um, so you said that he works at night, and with all this stuff that he does, he's actually working. <laughs> well, he claims he works long, long hours. I don't know how much is truth or how much is lies, but but never um, leaving the house. Working but never leaves yeah. the house. Never leaves the house. I swear to God. I mean, he's there all the time. He works at home. He manages a, a company that's uh, out of Texas, and he's constantly getting phone calls. And uh, I mean, it's legit. It's nothing illegal. It's just um. Yeah, like no, I'm not getting that. It's, it's mm-hmm. a roofing company, and I guess they get calls, mm-hmm. you know. And his boss calls him mm-hmm. at crazy hours. It's just crazy. Like the whole thing is like so insane. And I, and I and I did step away, but you know, and I probably will just move on because it's just too crazy. But you don't ever see him making changes to his life or to his situation. Uh, you know, where... I, I do see something good coming out of it, but he's such a slow mover. It takes up to a year. Well, it's been nine months now since I've seen. Okay. All right, so that totally makes sense then. I have to tell you, you coming along triggered something inside of him. So you did come along to get him enlightened, get him moving. Um, But when people are stuck in their ugly, they're so comfortable there. It's hard. They know they should do something better. They want to. And then the ugly is so much easier to stay in, like, like some men like to date ugly women, and they don't know how to date better because the ugly women are easier, quicker, faster to incorporate. And then they yeah. know change to occur. They feel change to occur. They want to make the change, 
But God knows those ugly women with the claws pull them right back again. So it, it just takes a moment. It's going to take him a moment. Yeah, but, I mean, do you think that he'll come back way improved or just kind of like? He, he'll come back lessons learned. Really? And, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's be really careful. I want to be careful what I say. The one year's time will give him lessons learned. Um, okay. I I do feel like something good comes out of a bad situation. Um, I do feel like you could hear from him in one year's time. Um, it's, I'm a little concerned to give you too much hope, though, because that's just in a No, 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 months. you don't have to worry about that because I'm not waiting okay. for him. I'm just right. really feeling curious. I'm just really curious what the hell is going on. That's more yeah. what it is. I just yeah. really want to know. Yeah. Not, not well, so much like, I won't put up with it the way it is. I, there's no way. I would just, if he came back and there was all that crap still going on, I would just kick him to the curb again. I would be like, bye, see ya. Like, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. hesitate. And then I would be like dating mm-hmm. other people. So, I have a lot right. of feelings for him. I care about him. But his choices, his lifestyle choices are, are not compatible with me. So, um, and they're not compatible with him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not even compatible with himself right now. That's the exactly. sad part. Exactly. Exactly, which is why this time frame, this, you know, changing his so life thinking, and making that decision, it, this is good next, for him. You're thinking next summer then? Well, it, you know, it depends because he's already been gone, nine, been gone nine months and that's a long time to make some changes and the one year is coming up, 9, 10, 11, 12, the next three months. You know, the one-year yeah. time frame also could mean the new year. It also could mean in the new year, which means number one, January, which is around his one-year time frame. Yeah. But but listen, Lisa, I actually have 60 seconds to go, so I better Oh, okay, this up. no problem. Thank you so but much. It, I, I hopefully... You're welcome. You know what, even though you're we went welcome. through all that, it's so complicated, he still makes no sense to me. <laughs> No, you know, I some know. people you can never figure them out. It's just like a, pu- a huge puzzle, and you're like, "Huh?" He's like a damn Rubik's well, cube. Well, <laughs> he's also a little loopy. So, a little what? With that being a little loopy, crazy, a little loopy. So, yeah, it's hard to figure somebody out when they're a little loopy. All right, yeah. I better get out of here. Okay, bye. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome, Lisa. Bye, bye. Okay, Psychic America, this is Tracy Brown. i got about 30, uh, 10 seconds. Call me at the Green Man Store, 818-985-2010. Join me at Twitter, at Pop Culture Psychic, or join me on Facebook, Psychic Tracy Brown. Thanks, bye.